Now, you might remember that Mornings brought you the story of the Currambine woman, Judy Shelton, and her search for a Vietnam vet who flew for the US Navy. So, Judy bought a bracelet with the POW's name on it from US students in the 1970s. And after nearly 40 years of owning that bracelet, Judy decided to track down the man who was listed on it. And now, US Navy Lieutenant Commander Gordon Curtis Page is no longer just a name on a bracelet for Judy Shelton. After months of searching on the internet, Judy has finally found Gordy. It's lovely to, to speak with you. Judy, can you tell us what's happened since we spoke to you last April? Uh, well, basically, I've just continued my, my search for Gordy and um, I have had a lot of help from um, a friend of his uh, also helping me with the search and just kind of putting the word out to try and locate him. I mean, how difficult was that? Because, um, you know, the Internet's a wonderful thing, but it can lead you in many different directions. <laughs> yes, it can. Yes, it can. Well, actually, what happened was um, our story went up on our community newspaper website, um, and a friend of his, John Cheshire, saw our story because I believe uh, the ABC also put a link on their website. And he saw our story, and he contacted me by um, email. And so we, he actually uh, got shot down with Gordy uh, back during the war. And so he, we kind of kept in touch, and, and he was trying to help me find him. So that was the first real kind of link in the chain, if you excuse the pun, to, to finding Gordy. That was the closest that I got. And then what happened? And then... Um, I just kind of continued my search on a couple of different websites that I've gone on, military websites, um, to see if I could find him that way. And um, basically what happened was I went uh, on Anzac Day, I went to the parade with my husband, and I wore Gordy's bracelet to the parade. Oh, right. And because um, he was on my mind. And, and um, then on Sunday, I went on... Um, a website called military.com and just again just browsing to see if I could get any closer and they had a search engine called find a buddy on this website and I left a message on on it to see if anybody would respond to me and a couple of hours later on Sunday I got an email from a gentleman named Oliver Pettit who is an ex-marine and he gave me a whole bunch of information on Gordy, um, about where he was living, how many children he had, um, and a telephone number. So when you finally picked up the phone and, and spoke to him, what was that like? It was, it was amazing. I, um, um, it took me a little while to actually be able to speak. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I just, well, I, when I rang, I said, this is Judy Shelton. Well, it was an answering machine when I rang. And I just left a message saying, this is Judy Shelton calling from Perth, Western Australia. I'm trying to contact Gordon Page. Um, I'll call back later. And about 45 minutes later, I rang back, and um, a gentleman answered the phone. And I started again, and I said, this is Judy Shelton calling from Perth. And I didn't even get the Western Australia <laughs> out. And he said, Judy, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> And apparently John Cheshire, the man that I had been corresponding with, a friend of his, had sent him an email with my details on it. 
when he just hadn't had a chance to sit down and respond to me. Well, I think at this point we just have to bring in the man you're talking about. Let's meet Gordon Page, retired U.S. Navy Lieutenant. Gordon, it's lovely to have you on the program. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. <laughs> uh, now, what? just let's take you back a, a, a tad. What was your reaction to getting Judy's letter? Well, actually, the first letter that she sent, I did not get, and I still don't, still haven't received this registered letter, which apparently is drifting around the U.S. postal system <laughs> somewhere. But uh, I did get the email, and I got the I got the email from John Cheshire, and uh, as Judy has just said, I was just too lazy to sit up and uh, actually <laughs> respond promptly, and. Uh, I really had no intention to be quite so difficult to find had I known all these years that she was searching around. I'd have stood up and waved my hand or something. And, and when you did realise the sort of the, the effort that she'd gone to, how did how did that feel? Well, it, it's very interesting because as I right after we returned in in 1973, there was a, a a shower of these bracelets. People wore them, you know, by the hundreds and and. I've got a box full in the garage of people that sent letters and sent bracelets back and things like that. And for years, I have not heard from anyone wearing a bracelet, as you can imagine. I mean, as you so kindly mentioned, it's been 40 years back then. <laughs> I don't need to be reminded of. But um, it's been years since anyone has uh, mentioned the bracelets. And then um, suddenly from... Halfway across the world comes Judy with an announcement that she's got one, and so it was kind of it was interesting, especially to meet somebody that's living so far away and has come up with that, and it brought back a lot of the memories. And as I told her when we talked, it brought back a lot of the appreciation for the people who were doing that, because those of us who remember that time, it wasn't wasn't all that pleasant for military people. Um, without wanting to delve into the most painful of memories, can you fill us in on on what exactly happened to you? Well, the first thing I will do is tell you that when you told me this afternoon or when, I, when your producer called and said that uh, you were going to contact me, I looked up your uh, website, and so I'm actually looking at your uh, video of the 720 webcam right now. Oh, is that right? But, okay, well, I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> I, I was actually okay. shot down in 1972, right. uh, just shortly before I was captured. In fact, about 20 minutes before I was captured. Where were you? And uh, I was in North Vietnam, um, just north of an area called a little bay called Brandon Bay, um, in a in a, a Na, Na, An province, which I found out later on, a rural area, of course. And uh, I was just uh, I was in a, flying a photo reconnaissance airplane, and I'm fooling around a little bit too low and too slow. Well, someone got a little bit too lucky, and uh, shot me down and uh, so I hiked for the next few days to uh, Hanoi and spent the rest of the time in what we call the Hanoi Hilton the Hualo prison there. And how long were you in there? I was there eight months. I was there from uh, July of 72 until the end of March of 1973. I can't imagine so, what you went through but how did you keep yourself going in that period? Well it was uh, teamwork. You know we were uh, there was a group of us in there, and the biggest uh, thrill was to discover that there was no place in that camp you could put a prisoner where he couldn't be communicated with. And they communicated through some very ingenious methods of 
hiding notes in the soup that was brought to your door or, you know, tap code through the walls or or uh, waving fans at the windows and that kind of thing. But we could keep a communication and we kept some a steady stream of information going around the camp to make sure no one was left out. And that's kind of what kept up the spirits. It's 16 minutes to 11 on mornings and we're hearing a, a fantastic story today. Um, you've been listening to Gordon Page, who's a retired US Navy lieutenant, and Judy Shelton, who is the woman who owned a bracelet that had um, Gordy's details on it because, as you've heard, he was shot down, he was captured, and she just had his name, his rank, and his date of capture. And she, through very persistent effort, found him after something like 40 years. Although Gordon doesn't want me to say it's 40 years. Sorry, that just slipped <laughs> out, Gordy. <laughs> um, in, in that period when you were in the prison, um, how much did you know of how people were supporting you back home and how vital was that? Well, of course, I had been shot down towards the end of the war, and so I knew that the vast bulk of the U.S. population was not supporting us at all. For the few years of the war that I was, you know, in and out, that was my my third time back there, and I had been, uh, but back home in between. So I knew that it was not a popular war, and there was not a lot of support. And for that reason, we really had a strong appreciation for the people, the few who did, people like Judy who were wearing the bracelets and felt like it was something that was uh, worth supporting the troops now, which is a lot more popular. Mm. Now, Judy and Gordon, I want to put this question to both of you. Don't mind who answers first, or you can do it together, but what's going to happen to the bracelet? (laughs) Well, we had a chat about that, actually, Um, and I asked Gordon if... um, if he would like me to return his bracelet. And and he did allow us how he had a whole box of them. Um, And so um, he said that he would rather that I keep it. Um, And he made me promise that I would wear it every Anzac Day for him. Um, And so I, I agreed to do that. And I'm very pleased that he wants me to keep it. And is there any chance that the two of you will ever meet up? I hope so. I hope so. Um, I travel backwards and forwards to the States every couple of years, and, and I would love to catch up with Gordy. Um, yeah, so it's a lot more likely that you'll be here than I'll be there, I would say, <laughs> in the near future. But. Well, Gordon, if you do happen to make it over here, we would love to have you both in the studio to talk a bit more about this. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Gordy, thank, thank you, you for so having much. me. I enjoyed it. Good to talk to you again, Judy. Nice to talk to you too, Gordy. Take care. Judy Uh Sheldon and Gordon Page, who've been linked by a bracelet and 40 years. um, That story was in the making.